So uh, the Asian stock markets are opening the week higher following that positive close on Wall Street. Yes, Sakina, we've got a, a very good start, positive start across the Asian uh, market, um, from Japan to China to Australia, all positive. And I think um, in part to do with the numbers that we had on Friday, which is the, uh, the non-farm payroll, uh, those numbers, the job numbers out of the United States came in better than expected, and uh, we saw a positive close on Wall Street. Uh, the U.S. economy has added another 228,000 jobs um, in the month of, of November, and that's quite positive. Unemployment rate um, held steady at 4.1%. Um, so we are continuing to see you know, the um, U.S. economy grow, and uh, we know that we've got the, uh, the Fed meeting this week, and um, you know, but uh, the U.S. economy certainly looking very, very strong, and uh, ending the 2017 year on a very, very strong day. A lot of focus will also be on uh, Wednesday when uh, Donald Trump uh, does give a final address um, around the tax reform, and um, he's quite adamant. And I saw his uh, tweets uh, mentioning the fact that he's quite positive that we might get a, a, a deal, um, a tax reform deal, um, before the end of 2017, and I think that's what's been cheering the market. We've been running ahead on, on, on that positive note, and um, currently it's looking all positive in, in Asia, and I think um, this positive sentiment will continue, uh, hopefully, into the South African markets. And then, Maudi, we also have a few central banks expected to hold their policy meetings. What can we expect from those meetings? Yes, we've got quite a few. It's um, central banks, Bonanza this week. I mean, we've got both the Fed, uh, on Wednesday, then we've got on Thursday the uh, Bank of England and uh, the ECB uh, meeting. On, um, uh, from the Fed side, um, we, it's a foregone condition. We're expecting the Fed or the uh, U.S. central bank to, um, to increase interest rate by 25 basis point. Uh, that's, that's already, I mean, priced in at the 90, 98% chances of that happening. Uh, so it's almost a foregone conclusion that we're going to see that the, uh, the Fed continues to normalize their monetary policy. I think the big focus uh, will not be on what happens on Wednesday, but it will be more uh, the statement about what's going to happen going forward. How many interest rate uh, increases are we going to get in the uh, new year? And um, are they going to continue uh, with the uh, scaling back uh, those or buying, you know, uh, buying back those bonds or, or, or scaling back uh, those bonds? Uh, purchases at $10 billion. We know that that's currently what's uh, happening. Are there any adjustments to that, um, especially going into the new year? And uh, just how many interest rates we're going to see? From the uh, Bank of England, we expect an unchanged. Um, and then the ECB on Thursday, we also will be looking for some clues as to when would they start um, scaling back um, some of those um, liquidities. Um, we know that uh, the ECB is still embarking on the quantitative easing measures to boost the European um, you know, economy, uh, but at what point would they uh, start scaling back like the Fed is currently doing? Um, so that would be more where the focus is, and uh, I'm sure Mario Draghi and the team will be able to shed more light with regards to that. Well, Maori, just before I let you go, of course, uh, lots of talk about uh, Steinhoff and what happened there. Uh, they've been in the spotlight. But e- uh, EOH, their share price has also come under immense pressure, falling by 45% on Thursday. What's going on there? Akina, it was a bad week for South African markets, you know, on, on last week, especially with these, all, all these scandals and uh, allegations and, 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 and whatnot. 
EOH is another company. I know a lot of focus was on Stanoff, as you said, but also EOH um, also came under a lot of pressure. I mean, uh, on Wednesday it fell uh, by about 45%. It recovered. It closed um, down about 34%. And um, the following day it was down by another 41%. But, of course, on Friday it recovered um, some of those losses. Um, it closed up just over 5%, I see. But there has been a lot of volatility. And here, Sakina, the speculation is that your EOH is also, there's been a number of allegations, you know, that they um, have been engaged in some corruption activities, especially with regards to some of the contracts uh, that they got. Remember, uh, a couple of months ago, it was the contract that they got with Sasa, uh, they came out, and I believe they were cleared of those um, um, uh, of any wrongdoings there. But of course, with the new new development around the investigation, the police uh, uh, contract uh, allegations, um, uh, IPIC, um coming in and raiding some of the uh, offices of one of the companies that the EOH um, acquired um, about uh, two years ago. Um, the allegations is that there are some really damaging or damning um, documents that have been collected. And, of course, uh, with the news of Stein, of, um, you know, EOH also got affected. Um, you know, I've always said there's no smoke without fire. And my biggest concern is that about five days before the EOH share price collapsed, one of the directors, Mr. Jehan McKay, sold these shares um, at the price of 80 rent. He sold about, about 75,000 shares um, at 80 rent. They were worth about 6 million rent. And then four days, five days later, the share price collapsed. I'm not saying there's any uh, wrongdoing here, but I'm saying there's no smoke without fire. And of course, we will only know in coming months uh, or in coming days what really is going on at the OSH.